Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Get more points. Come on. Come on, boys. That's it. Watch the fiber. Soften it up. Sports. This is Sports Sunday. Jokic has it. Clock takes. Got to pull one up. Jokic for the win. It's good. Jokic got it off in time. With Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher. First and goal. Mahomes flings it. It's there. Hartman. Jackpot. Kansas City. Here, love me. You watched. That's all you could do. And 1080. Who do you think you are? The fan. Woo! Welcome into Sports Sunday, the first Sports Sunday of March on the calendar. Joe Fisher, Rashad Taylor, Schultz behind the glass. I, this dude, I'm telling you, there's something about this beat. It just it gets the blood flowing. Well, it gets the people going. It's, it's you know. Metro booming, man. Slaps. Metro will do that to you. And I heard if he doesn't trust you, he's going to shoot you. He might get shot. That's what I was told. Uh, I don't know. Have you you heard the beginning of this album? Uh, Potentially. Uh, They have uh, Morgan Freeman in it. Okay, that's just badass. And he says a variation of that, one that I can't say on air. But that makes it even better is that they got Morgan Freeman with a Metro Boomin uh, ad lib on here. The only thing that can make that better is if it were like James Earl Jones. Like, there, <laughs> I don't, I, seriously, I don't know if there's a better. Who? Okay, let me ask you fellas this. James, this we just want you to do the voice. If you could get somebody to like leave <laughs> yes. your, you know, you know, we all have voicemails that we probably never check. And so if uh, you can get somebody to leave your should look at that voice, that you it. voicemail message. Whose voice would you want to use? Oh, Stephen Hawking. I- I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going uh, David Attenborough. Ooh, that's okay. a good one. You know the like the animal documentaries. The yeah. the leopard is the fastest cat. In Looking the in the wild. Okay. You've called Joe Fisher's cell phone. Anybody with like a like a British you know accent just sounds. That sounds classy. Yeah. It doesn't matter, you know, what it is. Like, it sounds super classy. Uh, the Joe Fisher can be found on the golf course or away from his phone. Jordan, what about you? <sighs> I mean, honestly, Morgan. Shawshank Redemption is one of my favorite movies ever, so Morgan's probably up Jordan there for me. Can't mm-hmm. be found right now. But yeah, seriously, it's like, yeah. He's <laughs> either sleeping, taking a nap, eating a nice meal. Yeah. He's both. gone. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. There's there's so many great voices, especially like or in the in the sports realm and stuff like that that I could use. Like I'm a wrestling nerd, so Jim Ross, <laughs> good old Jr. for me. Like leaving a you know on my voicemail. That would be nice. This... Good God, you've reached Rashad's phone. Like, <laughs> well, that you go what there. What the hell is this? Dave Meehouse, Mariners announcer, rest in peace. That would probably be my voicemail guy. You go to like. This is Jordan Schultz's cell phone. Yeah, you've reached Schultz. Yeah. See, it's a high fly ball. <laughs> fly cool. away to right field. That would like, be cool. But, I, I would love that. But to have Morgan Freeman like do the, you know, Dave Chappelle was good about having Morgan Freeman do like intros for a couple of his comedy specials. Um, but yeah, I think that would be so. Shout out to Young Metro for knowing he doesn't even know who Morgan Freeman is. 
Guaranteed he's never seen a Morgan Freeman movie. Um, yeah, do you think he's seen Shawshank? Hey, Guaranteed I, he has. I haven't seen Shawshank before. That's a long... I mean, is that movie like three and a half hours? Are you serious? Like, well, Joe, you're like, you're what, 33? You, 32. 32? You yeah, need I to mean, sit down and watch this two and a half hour movie. It's amazing, Joe. I know. Listen, it, I, I put on... Uh, one of the best pieces of cinema in history, my I friend. know, I know. Trust me, there's a lot of movies that I haven't seen in my lifetime, um... But I'm I'm old, man. I'm getting old, dude. The story of friendship and fighting through the wrong, being wrongfully accused. No, just just there's so many themes in that movie. You know, minus crawling through 600 yards of ass. Yeah, there's I, that too. I, mean, I feel like I've seen and heard of a lot of uh, parts of that movie through popular culture, where I feel like I've already seen it. So yeah. maybe I just I don't need to see Shawshank. I mean, I Count of Monte Cristo. It's one of those things. It's like you know, it's a big, a big how to escape from prison. Rashad, I love thing. you. Yeah, that is one of the more, best bro. movies. I love the, the, the Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah, Guy Pierce Cristo. Yeah, yeah so Cristo. <laughs> Bingo. Yes, That's by it. Alexander Dumbass. Yeah. Another quote from Shawshank, actually. It's actually Dumas, but yeah. yeah. Great movie, or great book, actually. Isn't that a sandwich, a Monte Cristo? It is. It, it, a Monte Cristo, I think. Or is it Cristo? I thought it was a Monte Cristo. <laughs> See, I think the Cristo is the sandwich. They're too close. Yeah. Well, That's because why you're going Crisco on me. Yeah. I don't want, like, that large Monte fat. Cristo. It is, Mon- it is a <laughs> It is a Monte Cristo. What the hell is Monte Cristo? Why does it have a... What's the count of Monte Cristo? Is it about sandwiches? Yes. Is the movie about sandwiches? Actually, I'll watch that. No. There- actually, it's a it's a dope-ass... It's a dope-ass book and movie if you really get to... I had to read it for like a, a college course, and I was like, okay. This no, is, that that's okay. a star-studded cast. You also had like a very young, sexy Henry Cavill, the first Albus Dumbledore Whoa. in the original two Jim Harry Potter Cavill. movies. Yeah, yeah. Jim yeah. Cavill. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I just said him a couple seconds you know? ago, yeah. Jesus himself is yeah. in it? Yeah, before he was Jesus. He no, was still Hollywood's hot man at the time. It's Mr. a dope Cavizel. story about like Guy Pierce, revenge said, yeah. and betrayal and all these things. So you know All the all the themes. Basically like uh, uh the the dumb the dumb guy Luis Guzman signed me yeah, up. Right? Oh, oh I you, forgot. And, yeah. <laughs> uh so it's basically Sold. basically about a, a a guy who was, you know, not as smart, very poor. And then he gets sent to prison for something he didn't do. And while in prison, he learns. Hey, don't how to spoil do it. Things. I'm not going to watch it, but don't spoil it. And becomes a count. Oh yeah, the lady in that movie that he ends yeah, up marrying and come, is becomes a count. such a hot yeah. too. What, what, Super cool. Who, who's the lady, Joe? Since you have the cast in front of you. Oh, I already clicked away. Dang it! She's got a Mercedes. really elaborate name, and Mercedes. I'm probably going to butcher it. In but, the in the uh, movie, her name is Mercedes, and she yeah. is she is a Mercedes. She oh, is geez, gorgeous. Yeah. Dagmara Dominchik, D- Dominchik. Uh, okay, so we don't know. Probably like never said, seen I her since, since, since then, but it doesn't yeah. matter. But yeah, you get a chance, Joe. Check out The Count of Monte Cristo, man. It's a pretty good movie. If anything, I might have to check out an actual Monte Cristo sandwich. A Monte Cristo, uh, Cristo sandwich is an egg-dipped or batter-dipped ham and cheese sandwich that yep. is pan or deep-fried. Mm-hmm. I mean, deep-fried, you got me there. Add, but... some, add some jelly. Uh, Heart attack in your that, hand. That, that sounds yeah. good without the jelly. I don't think I need the jelly. It's, it's on there, right? There's a there's like jelly or jam or something. Yeah, like I'm seeing some pictures right? here of a bunch of different. I think so. Yeah, yeah you with, can do that. You throw an extra with, uh, almost uh, also some powdered sugar. So if there's like any on restaurant there. owners out there that make Monte Cristos and you want to drop some off to the fan, please feel free to do so. Uh, they just had uh, Portland Sandwich Week uh, two weeks ago because Portland has all those different like food weeks. They have mm-hmm. Taco Week, Burger. This past week, week was like Black uh, Black Restaurant Week. I think it was in Portland. Well, that's a shame that yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah, Quite honestly, um, I, I I blew my wad on Dumplings Week, <laughs> which was like three weeks ago. It's, it's not a bad, you know. Yeah. It's, it's not a bad way to spend some money though. No, no. But also, I feel like you can just get really good dumplings like any other day of the week. I think it's just the deal. That's the thing. Is like you get the order of dumplings were uh, cheaper than you normally would. But they had Sandwich Week oh. uh, like two weeks ago. Have you been seeing these uh, chopped sandwiches? Not a chopped cheese. Don't like them. I, you know what I'm talking about, though? Yes. Like they, they the put, chopped like, Italian or chopped. So here's the cool yeah, part. Yeah, chopped club or something like that. Yeah. 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 Cool educate me here. I'm gonna, yeah, just Google a chopped sandwich. Not a chopped cheese. Yeah, not chopped cheese, but just like a chopped Italian. Yeah, chopped, chopped Italian, yes. I think, is the most um, so I, popular this, variation. This, this is going to probably make I hate mayonnaise. 
Oh, Can't it looks it. like so chicken gross. salad. Bro, <laughs> so gross. Like, it's just one of those things. So instantly, every time I see that, I'm like, ugh, pass. No, like, I'm also say pass that. on that. Hard pass. <laughs> when you say that, I immediately think of Undercover Brother. Yeah, I got to put some hot sauce on the mayonnaise. You have a watch cool. with a button that's got hot sauce <laughs> built into it. I used to, you know, I used to work at the, um, at that Damn point, it, Rashad. The Metro Washington Park Zoo is what it was called before they renamed it the Oregon Zoo. Ah, I didn't even know it had a previous name. Yeah, right? And so I used to work in food service, and one of the things, you know, putting the little mayo gun and stuff, and that sound (laughs) that it comes out, that, God, you know, when I was like, yep, (laughs) never, I already didn't like it, and then had to deal with that. I was like, yeah, I'll be okay if I never have to use this ever again. Mayo's solid. I mean, for its intended purposes, but you don't just, you know, go down some mayo. You You don't just throw, no, I've seen people just spread it religiously on their sandwich. Very, very, that, exactly. That yeah, my lady will ask for extra mayo on like her chicken little. I'm like, Ugh. Here's more so uh, mayo for you, ma'am. <laughs> <and> mayo. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I feel like, I don't know if it was this show or something else, but, and I don't do it anymore because it's, because I've grown. I've become a man. It's 2024 that uh, there's better ways to eat your uh, steamed broccoli. I mean, season it, butter, you know. And I blame my dad. All right, because I think this is a white person thing, and it's probably from the, like, 70s and 80s when people used to do this, but taking your cooked or steamed uh, broccoli and dipping it in mayo. Oh, oh, come on, Will Levis. Pardon me? (laughs) Damn it. You're the other white guy here. You're supposed to back me up on this. What, that mayo is a valid dipping sauce? No, I make my ranch or my blue cheese. Those recipes usually call for mayo. I go sour cream only. I do not do mayo. I'm with you, that's, Jordan. That's come eat at your house solid. any day. Rashad, you come on over. Our mayo you know, consumption is very limited. So, like, when it comes to, like, spinach and artichoke dip, the first thing I'm asking is, like, is this, like, mayo-based? The only mayo-based thing I'll actually eat is, like, my family's potato salad. Oh, There you go. Outside of that, like, and I'm sorry, if I come to your family spot, Joe, probably not having any potato salad. Now, <laughs> do you guys throw big chunks well, of onions in that potato salad? There, for... I, I'm not a Should big have. onion guy. No, it's got to be little tiny slivers. Little tiny, Should yes. Be any. Little, little, no, the, tiny. I agree with Joe, but if if they must, little tiny slivers, yes. please. Like my mom, my mom, or you know, aunts or whomever will make you know with very little onions. Some people in the family don't like onions, so then there's usually one without any. Which I, is usually, okay, which is good. both of you guys. Like we're all kindred spirits here. We just need to throw a party for each other. It sounds like we I'll all bring be... the broccoli and mayo. No, I'm gonna bring the ranch without mayonnaise in it. I remember being in Figure something uh, out. Being in London, I think I was. That and, sounds uh, like something London would do. Some broccoli and mayo. So we're just at we're at uh, Burger King, <laughs> which, like, I was so excited to see a fast food chain that I recognized. I was like, yeah. yes, Burger King, worst food I've ever had. Like the meat was weird. Pause. I didn't like it either way. But then looking for like buddies were looking for like mustard and, and ketchup, and they were kind of like ketchup. I don't. We don't. What is? What's a ketchup? You know, red but, sauce, uh, added tomatoes. What is a ketchup? Come on, a ketchup. <laughs> but but they use like mayo for just like fries. People just you know. And I was like, oh. I was so grossed out by oh. all the Jenna. Ah, oh. come yeah. on, you can't oh. be doing that. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't very, very appetizing. Like all the American food that I wanted in Europe was like, this is awful. This is awful. The Pizza Hut I went to was like, yeah, this is this is all really bad. No, thank you. Uh, or maybe got, really good, and maybe I was just, I'm so American, I couldn't understand. we we got to go here soon, but I, I do want to finish with this. Have you seen the newest item on the KFC the, menu? The, the Cheeza? The Cheeza. The Cheeza, yeah. Have you seen this? I have not, but I'm a cheese guy. You won't be after this. No, it's literally not. a fried chicken pizza. Like... Instead of bread, it's, it's a chicken, it's chicken breast or whatever it is. And so I they, know, they, like I haven't looked at it. Is it like a flattened out cutlet? I don't with... even know. I don't even know. They replaced the bread on the sandwich before, right? They've just done like that chicken sandwich with like meat. Oh, the, in the double middle. down. Thank you, the double down. That so this is essentially the same thing, but in pizza form. The double down was legit, though. I got to be honest, yeah, man. I'm a carnivore, so I'll f up some two double pieces downs. of chicken breast with bacon in between it. Please ah, sign need, me up. I needed yeah. to be really drunk for that one, like really hammered. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not something you just get for lunch, you know, on a regular, <laughs> regular Wednesday. You'll be asleep by by then. You but... know the sounds I make. The ugh. Ooh, yeah. those sounds after lunch, right? That's a dad sound right there. Those are, yeah, pass me the Tums, son. 
I'm, I'm going to need uh, four or five of those babies. I'm trying to find my Jim Ross drops. I don't know what page they're on. We had like a ton Go of Go to your different... Joe Fish. Is that where it is? Wait, no, Probably sorry. Those are Rick Ross under drops. a bunch of fart uh, sounds. Oh, yeah. Huh. We love fart sounds here. <laughs> that's in, fr- that's right. Time. I forgot I had my Rick Ross huh. and then my Travis Scott. It's lit. There we go. My Gary Thorne. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. Here, Yeah. Thank you, Jordan. Yeah, this can be your um, your voicemail, Rashad. What the hell is the meaning of this? <laughs> That's a good one. Actually, I here's like here's a, here's the best voicemail of all time. I would not say that. I wouldn't say it either. <laughs> Jim Tom Sula, you can do my voicemail anytime. It's Chelsea. Leave a message. Um, I'll have to think about that a little bit more, but I do like my David Attenborough choice. All right, That's a good one. Sports stuff. Uh, I had in my 9 a.m. slot here that I actually texted Rashad last night. Joe sent a message at like 11 o'clock and was like, oh, 9, 915, 930, 945. I'm a professional. What can I say? And it was Pros. not that late. It, I'm pros a, before 10. 1030. It was 10, 953, 954, somewhere around there. Yeah, 945. Joe, I'm 40 years old. 11, uh, 10 is basically 1145 for me. Especially on Saturday nights for us. Straight up. Uh, but we got past our 9 a.m. segment, which I had entitled F Around. Cross that out. So Dripping in mayo. There. <laughs> yeah. Broccoli and mayo. Check. Uh, if you want to interact with the show, Vancouver 4 text line, 503-864-6326. I'll text the fan of you the Vancouver 4 text line. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver 4. They treat you right. Wayne Rashad? Before, during, and after the Dude, sale? You got it. I can you got do these, it. man. Visit VancouverFord.com. You can also watch us on YouTube.com slash 1080 AM The Fan. Let's get to it, though. We have a lot of, lot of, lot of NFL quarterback, player, draft, rookie rumors being thrown around. We had the Underwear Olympics this last week. So we have uh, the rumors are swirling. And I think it's time to lock in the number one pick. We do that next here, Sports Sunday, 1080 The Fan. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You're listening to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Hey, if you know, you know. It's Sports Sunday. Joe Fisher, Rashad Taylor, Jordan Schultz. Uh, another abomination in the fast food industry, if you want to look this up. In-N-Out Burger, I know. In-N-Out Solid. Yeah. Coming to Richfield now, man. It That's is, right. Yeah, you, Thank you God. Tight. put uh, your trident away about In-N-Out there, buddy. Hey, man. Uh, the Double Down Dog. Oh, anything with a hot dog. Is it two? Two hot dogs? The two glizzies? <laughs> no, no, it's like a hot, uh, a chicken breast formed <laughs> in the shape of a bun, and like a hot dog bun, and it's a hot dog in it. Yeah, it's gonna, about as disgusting as it sounds. On that. I never had it. I've only seen thing. pictures. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that one. Uh, what I like to do every so often is look up um, the worst creations in fast food history, because there's a lot of uh, things that we have done that we never should have. And this country and other countries, other countries get crazy with it. I mean, the pizza 
was that originally in the Philippines. Yeah, that, that they is... came out with that in the, the over in yeah. the Philippines. You mentioned Rashad going to London, BK Burger King. I'm surprised because that you said that they were so bad. I, Internationally just... disgusting. <laughs> well, it must be the local fare there because usually you can find some pretty hot exclusive items at like all the fast food restaurants in different mm -hmm. countries. The one reason I would go to Russia is because the McDonald's there have like fried cheese bites. That's the one reason, I, and, and now it's not even McDonald's. It's like Happy Burger or whatever the hell they had to rebrand it as. So, yeah. but yeah, usually you can find interesting There's items. An item like that, just like okay, yeah. I would try that. That yeah. looks really, really good, you know. But then there, I think there's some McDonald's that have like spaghetti. Uh, there's the a, mixed spaghetti. Yeah, yeah, no, like I literally think if you go to Italy, McDonald's there have spaghetti still as yeah. kind of a, a, a throwback to the original '90s McDonald's spaghetti. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, same. but I try it. Now, Just to see what it tastes like. Now I got uh, a list pulled up. The Whopperito was oh, apparently I remember it. that. <laughs> oh, that was a bad idea. Like yeah, chopped up Whopper like <laughs> inside of a of a tortilla. It was yeah, it was a spicy seasoning, queso sauce, lettuce, tomato, pickles, a Kit Kat chaka chocadilla. I'm gonna pass Taco Bell. On that one. Rashad, it actually says, according to the good old Dr. Google, that you can still order mixed spaghetti today in Orlando, Florida, my friend. Another Big fans of the mixed spaghetti in Orlando. Another reason Florida is still <laughs> just, you know, doing great things, Bro, man. The, the hula burger. Oh, is that just, it's just pineapple and yes. cheese? It's just a hunk of yeah. pineapple Well, that's with also, that is also it. a halal and like a, stand, it's a, it's offered to do like a, a Sunday Option for people that don't it's, can't eat meat. And stuff yeah, like they're, that they're, they're, that's part of the world's. Yeah. It's part of their religion. I'm gonna pass on that part. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I gotta. Uh, oh come on. This looks like a squid ink bun they used for like burgers or something like that. Like just black bun. There it is. There's the double down dog. I mean, the promotional picture looks much better than it that probably looks, actually. That looks comes awful. <laughs> that looks awful. That Little sauce, sauce is not on top. Yeah, yeah, that I'm sauce good. is not doing anything. No, thank you. <laughs> Glizzies and chicken. No. Yeah. Okay. Before I throw up, let's move over to the NFL. Um, boys, lock it in. Caleb Williams is going to the Bears. Well, talk about throwing up. Uh, <laughs> the Bears quarterback history? Just the Bears. You know, not yeah. even their quarterback history, but continue. We'll, we'll get there. Oh, it's just when there's smoke, there's fire. There, there's just way too many things being th thrown around with Justin Fields and where he'll end up and what teams are interested or not interested and what he can get. I just feel like at this point there's way too much going around. And that the hype train behind Caleb Williams over the last two seasons, and regardless of what Dan Orlovsky will try and tell you that you need to take Jane Daniels number one overall, um, which his point aside, I am so glad I am not an NFL GM. Would be a fun job, but trying to make this decision and, and get it right. I mean, we've seen it time and time again with quarterbacks. I mean especially now more than ever when it seems like we're getting four to five in the first round. You know, it's not so much the one or two guys. Like, teams are desperate for their franchise quarterback. So, you know, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, same draft class from a couple of years ago. Like, those were the fourth and fifth, I think, drafted quarterbacks. Yeah, don't remind me. Trey Lance, I think, was that same draft as well. I mean, trying to get that position right, man, is just so damn difficult. But Caleb Williams, he was being talked about as number one pick before even last season. And then he went and cemented it this year. And again, just with the amount of noise and news and rumors flying around Justin Fields and what his future looks like, I just think that at this point, you know, it's done. Like, he is not going to be in a Bears uniform next year. It's just a matter of speculating what team is going to go after him. I think that his next team is going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think that's the route that they're going to go because I definitely think he's an upgrade from Kenny Pickett. 100%. But it sounds like the rumors are that the Falcons are wanting Kirk Cousins. And quite frankly, even off coming coming off of an Achilles, Kirk Cousins has shown he is a better passer. And he's going to have some great weapons in Atlanta if he goes there. But regardless of all that, we, we'll get to, to the next segment of where all these guys are going to go. Caleb Williams, he's going to be the next Chicago Bears quarterback. I'm Caleb Williams. You here's the cold part. You want to be the number one pick. That's like, you know, every draft class can say, "Man, I'm the I'm the top guy." You know, and there's there's good and bad that comes with that. There's a big signing bonus that comes with being the number one pick, but then there's also a lot of pressure because ask Justin Fields, you're you're going to the worst team in the league. 
you're you're in most cases i've never seen a number one pick be like man i'm hella happy to be here as a houston texan well, like you know right now like i, and I don't Caleb remember williams dad has voiced how dumb he thinks that is but it's not up to him i mean that's just how it's, the draft works right it could it's, be though it's to keep the parody going you man. know it's I, to i mean like the Bengals, they get joe burrow right now the Bengals are a formidable team in the afc because yeah they suck for forever but you get that quarterback it obviously can just change so much for you yeah and I just if if I'm Caleb Williams, anywhere but the Bears. Don't send me to Chicago. I don't <laughs> want to go to Chicago. I'm telling my I'm doing the Eli. Dad, we're not going I'm not going to San Diego. I'm so sorry. And ultimately, for Eli, that worked out for him. Oh, ended up yeah. so he bad for Philip Rivers, he, though. It was a terrible situation. No, it wasn't a terrible situation, but Philip Rivers never won anything. Like Eli can he say He had some great teams. He had but... some great teams. He had some great obviously tight ends. He played with LT for like Philip Rivers had you know, a hell of a of a of a career. The non Hall of Famer Antonio Gates. The, I don't know. Did the Giants win because of Eli Manning though? Yeah, like kinda, I'm, I hate this argument. Kinda. Do you not remember the? the oh, the last... if he didn't hit, if hey, he man. didn't catch that ball in his helmet hey, for man. one of the Super hey, Bowls, man, listen, that's I'm just a, luck. And you guys know I'm a Patriots fan. Good old David and Tyree. Eli, we forget Eli Manning broke like four sacks before he threw the ball to David Tyree. Okay, they just kept fair. sending dudes off the sideline, and he just avoiding all of them. <laughs> and then and then went down and made the the winning play to Plaxico. I Plaxico hate you, but you're right. After that, like so, Eli the Mario Manningham throw in the Super the Mario Manningham that beautiful. Through right over, it's like beautiful throw, probably the best it in, throw it in the bucket I've ever seen Eli Manning make. So he's made some huge plays in Super Bowls and and beat Tom Brady. Two of Brady's what three Super Bowl losses, four Super Bowl losses are to are to Eli. You know, so that that sucks for him. But I understood at the moment why Eli was like, I don't want to go there. Like I want to go to somewhere else and be more competitive. Caleb Williams is arguably the most talented quarterback that we saw in college football this year. I mean, obviously he didn't, he didn't win the Heisman race this year, but it already won one and everything. That's cool. But this Bears team is just lost as a franchise. How many offensive coordinators have they gone through in the past four years? Uh, I'd have to go it's and three. look. I mean, I think they the, fired right their here. last one, Luke Getze. Luke Getze yeah, from, two, he's uh, from 22 to 23. Now he's before, with Oakland, I want to say. Before that, Bill Lazor or Lazor, 2020, uh, 2021, Mark Helfrich, from 18 to 19. Uh, like, yes. You know God. what I mean? Like, I, I forget about that all. Continuous movement at a position that you're supposed to be learning. Okay, this is the plays. These are the plays we're running. This is the offense we're running. But no, now next year, no, you're going to run this now. And the year after that, you're going to run this now. And then the year after that, you're going to run something else. It's like, there's never any stability in that, in that organization. Like, there hasn't been Rex, uh, uh, Sexy Rexy, Rex Grossman was, I think, the last stable quarterback and team that they had that made it all the way to the Super Bowl. After that, the Bears have been bottom feeders in the NFL, and Justin Fields isn't the reason why. Like, I don't think he's he's the only reason to watch the Bears. Tell me another great reason to watch the Chicago Cole Bears Komet. team. I'm, I'm kidding. Exactly, right? He was you know the I mean? only, he was like literally outside of Moore, the only wide like, receiving option that they had last year. So. Eberflus clearly, you know, wasn't the guy, isn't the guy, you know, and so well, he's got he's going to be the guy at least for one more. He's year. He's going to be the guy for one more year, but uh, you, I don't think you need to see any more from Eberflus. He needs Justin Field needed a great offensive coordinator and a great court. Do you remember we talked about this before? Remember San Francisco when they first got uh, Harbaugh, right? Uh, it took some time because they were going through coordinators, and Alex Smith just looked lost at a point. He couldn't figure it out. Then they got an offensive coordinator for more than a year. I was like, okay. Alex Smith can play. Holy hell. Like, oh, and Harbaugh actually, is just great at resurrecting He's actually really, really good. And then Alex Smith went to go play with Andy Reid, and I was like, okay, Alex Smith is legit. He's continue, continuously getting his team to the playoffs. If not for the Patriots, they're probably making it a little bit further than, you know, the divisional round of the championship game. That's all some coaches need, or excuse me, some players need is a, a coach that knows something, anything. And they've just continued to – hand this this dude a, a plate of, of dog s and tell him this hey man this is it's caviar man you should you should, have, you should have fun eating this so the way that you're framing this it sounds like rashad is that you don't think the bears have enough pieces around any quarterback no, to win absolutely because, not but now now they've got a lot of draft picks coming up to use but is the smart play to go with caleb williams here or maybe to keep your i mean he's statistically been one of the well, probably worst quarterbacks in the nfl 
Justin Fields has in the last three seasons, but he's been he's been exciting. He has the ability to change a game. And is that because of his talent or is it because of the talent around him? So can you use some of those draft picks to build around him and possibly I think of the Herschel Walker trade guys back in the early 90s where Jimmy Johnson essentially remade the Dallas Cowboys filled every single hole they had with six different players that they built from that Herschel Walker deal and got Troy Aikman to a Super Bowl Justin Fields is not Troy Aikman I'm not saying that but it is more important to build around that guy so yeah yeah, Caleb Williams is probably gonna end up a bear I don't like the plan. I wish they would trade that first pick because they're going to have seven teams Marvin lining Harrison up to give Jr. them everything. Well, and that's that's what I wonder with that first pick is obviously Caleb Williams is the number one overall pick. It's just a matter of if you're looking at the draft order, it's like, does Washington trade up one more spot? Does New England trade up two more spots? You go down the list. I mean, obviously, Arizona, they're rolling with Kyler, Chargers, Giants. Giants should trade up, but they're going to go with Danny Dimes one more year. Tennessee, it looks like they're just going to roll with Levis for one more year since they spend a second-round pick on him. I mean, the next closest team on that draft order is Atlanta at number eight. And then Chicago, they do have the number nine pick, uh, regardless of if they try, uh, trade out from number one. So, I mean, if you are Caleb Williams and you say, I don't want to go to Chicago, it's like, what team that has a desperate quarterback situation are you saying you even want to go to? Is it Atlanta because you have so many young pieces over there on the offensive side with B. John Robinson and then Drake London and Kyle Pitts, who, quite frankly, he needs to have a great year this year regardless of his quarterback because no more really excuses for him now with Arthur Blank being gone. I mean, this is why... I feel Chicago and and Cable Williams are locked in. Is I don't think there's going to be a team willing to give up that many first round picks yeah. to move up because you know that Chicago is going to be de- demanding a ton from whoever wants that number one overall pick, like the most in draft history for trying to get that number one overall pick. So, but I mean, like if Caleb Williams pulls an Eli, that takes away any of the Bears' leverage there, and then a team that I mean. But he hasn't came out and said that, I mean, would you want to go to Washington with a new owner? Are you trying to go under the Patriots? I mean, yes, they have Gerard Mayo as their new head coach, so you're not under the Belichick regime. But that team needs a lot of yeah. help all over the all over the field. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta, pretty solid ownership. Raheem Morris seems like he is really invested in getting a quarterback this year. He said he wouldn't even be in this position uh, as far as drafting this high and trying to find uh, someone or trying to have a good year next year if it wasn't for the quarterback position. They're obviously moving on from Desmond Ritter. So it's like if you're Caleb, which situation are you asking for out of those four teams? And at this point, it's like – I think that being in Chicago is not that bad of a market. One, if you're trying to be market yourself as a star, obviously. You do go there with DJ Moore and Cole Komet, so it's not like you're going there with completely nothing. And the running back position, you do need a little help. But also, I mean, again, with that number eight overall pick, maybe you go with uh, Malik Neighbors and you snag him out of LSU as a wide receiver. I think that, and this came from a couple weeks back, is – Emmanuel Ocho threw out the like, I'd rather have one first round pick than four. I am on the side of, I would like to keep Justin Fields and trade this pick to someone who's willing to give up those four first round picks because what a concept. NFL's a team game. 11 guys on each side of the ball. Like, I would want to build up this roster in this team, trade down maybe for the third overall pick with the Patriots, get myself a Marvin Harrison Jr., steal him right in front of the Cardinals, and then to give a few other first-round picks, whether it's this year or next year, to build this team against Justin Fields. The Bears last year finished 5-2, and two, I think, to end the year. Like, they have some good momentum to end the year. And I know that the jury is still out on Matt Eberflus, but to reset the clock with Caleb Williams – who everybody feels like is a surefire, but we just don't know. We just don't know. We've felt so many guys were surefires. You know, the, the way they talked about Jamarcus Russell. You know, I mean, Trevor Lawrence was, was a surefire, and now everybody's like, well, he's got basically a year to prove it You know, now. and I think that's the thing. Like, it's, it's so hard to find that guy in the NFL. Like, we talked about the 49ers just keep landing that guy. Like, for whatever reason, like, a guy that's good enough to get you to the championship game, bare minimum. Like, they keep getting that guy. Not a lot of franchises can do that. The Bears are still waiting for – I think the Bears have that guy, but now that you have him, man, hey, man, hang on to him. It's hard to build quarterbacks in the NFL. It's the hardest position to play in sports. Yeah, so, I mean, I think it's done. I think that in short order, 
we're going to find out uh, because we've seen this before too, with the teams trading for the number two overall pick or locking it. Like, I feel like that Justin Fields trade is going to be happening sooner than later. I don't think we're waiting until the end of April when the draft is a week away. No, nah, no, nah, they're going to give it. We're going to get that soon. Yeah. So, and then at that point, once that goes through, then we know that Caleb Williams will be the next quarterback of the Chicago Bears. But I feel like that's a foregone conclusion. If I'm point. Caleb Williams, I'm saying please, please hang on to to Justin Fields. Please do not. <laughs> trade Justin Fields for me like I don't want that well like Justin Fields there's a few other quarterbacks around the league that have to find a new home and I want to talk about basically the entire quarterback carousel because there's a lot of rookies that are coming into the NFL uh this year that are looking at either that first round or second round I mean there's going to be some teams that are going to have to stack up at the quarterback position that already have a proven commodity or are on the fence, like I was saying, kind of have that one year prove it. So let's look at the quarterback carousel between the guys that need new homes and the rookies that will be finding their first homes in the league coming up next. But first, Jordan Schultz with a Sports Center update. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Sports Sunday with Rashad and Joe on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. So there is a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL that are trying to find uh, new homes or their first homes. Uh, we kind of talked about it in that last segment a little bit. Justin Fields, he's going to be probably playing for a new team. I mean, as I said, if Kayla Williams is going to be uh, the Bears' number one, number one overall pick, Fields will definitely be looking for a new home. And I think that's going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. I feel like that is a team that is somewhat desperate for a quarterback after not getting it right with Kenny Pickett. Uh, you also got Kirk Cousins, who is a unrestricted free agent. Uh, Russell Wilson, who the reports say that he is likely to be cut within the next week. And that dude is almost 36. That's crazy to think. Uh, makes me feel old. Baker Mayfield, after having a great year. Uh, your boy, Mac Jones. That's not my boy. I don't like him. What are you talking about? Yeah, my boy. All right. He I don't w- like that fool. <laughs> Mac Jones, future Raider, Other Mac than Jones. Other than having a cool name, and what's his real name? It's like Mackenzie or something <laughs> I mean, like that. I mean, I'm not surprised at that yeah. if that's what it is at all. He's no Mac over here. <laughs> Who? Yeah, uh, Michael McCorkle <laughs> Mac Jones. <laughs> there is started. no way. Is I, I almost said the F word on the radio you, just because of McCorkle. You Google, you were saying that as I just Googled it and saw it, and I'm like, oh my God. He Michael is- McCorkle. Michael McCorkle guys, Jones. He is he is now McCorkle Jones. Screw Mac. Every yeah. time I refer to him in McCorkle. my updates, he's going to be McCorkle. Th- there's no way. How, how how are we just now finding out about this? That's a great question. 
I felt like that should have been a red flag at the draft combine. Wait, what's your middle name? Uh, Mc- really? McC- McCorkle. Yeah, you want to spell that for me? Points. Fifth round grade. <laughs> uh, reports are saying Mac Jones's uh, draft stock is plummeting after teams find out that his middle name is McCorkle. That is insane. Yeah, seriously. The way we looked at Will Levis when he was like, you like what in your coffee? Mayo. <laughs> I don't think this guy's the one for us. I remember being on this show staunchly saying that he needs to be dropped down draft um, for us because of that. Immediately. Listen, I'd be... I, Psycho. I would be undrafted after saying that at one point I even had steamed broccoli with mayo. It's not even something I do anymore. You saw how we looked at you. It was like, what? No, I'd be telling like, the NFL bro. teams, I'm like, no, 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 I don't do it anymore. No, I, no, please I, believe I, me. I was a kid, okay? <laughs> it was only one time. It was a mistake. Uh, also used to do uh, artichokes. Ugh, like, you man. know, the artichoke, you know, you take man. the leaves off. That's you, gross. I used to do, uh, again, I blame my parents because I saw them No, do you it. liked it. I That's saw them desired. do it with mayo. That's what you desired. You liked it. Uh, artichokes. Hey, <laughs> artichokes with salsa also is actually pretty good. Okay, I can see salsa. A little bit of salsa. Most things are good with salsa. Like That's true. Yeah. But That's usually fair. the good go-to is a good, nice little buttery garlic mix with the... Uh, with your artichoke, you know, you just that dip good. that, get a little scoop of that, and maybe some olive oil in there, too. Some seasoning. God. I haven't had artichoke like in a it. while. That sounds good. Uh, McCorkle. God, I am just, I'm so stuck on that. I cannot believe that. Um, but as far as some other uh, rookie, I mean, because I was thinking about this today. As far as rookie quarterbacks going into the league this year, we got, obviously, Caleb Williams. We got Drake May. We got Jaden Daniels. We got Bo Nix, we got Michael Penix, we got J.J. McCarthy. Uh, from the uh, Combine, who's the kid from Tennessee, Milton, he was throwing absolute cannons, it looks like, 60, 70 yards in air or something like that. It's like, well, now you're going to have some teams looking at him possibly because it's like we, when you see someone do that at the Combine, it automa- automatically raises some eyebrows. I don't care if it's against nobody, if there's no defensive lineman rushing at you, a dude that is able to crank the ball that far, it's going to get some GMs to be like, oh, Okay. Yeah. If only they could play without pads. Yeah, you know, right. They yeah. can see what they can do Exactly. It's and... like, oh, hey, how about that? Uh, he can throw a ball really, really good when he has no pressure and no DB against his wide receiver. Yeah. Um, but, again, that's between the quarterbacks that are looking for new homes in the NFL and the rookie quarterbacks, there's going to be probably some rookies that end up in positions behind some established veterans. Like, I was looking at some of the uh, quarterback, you know, positions that we're in right now with some teams like the Jets like what's to say they don't look at taking like a, a JJ McCarthy Aaron Rodgers or taking is like a, 50. Or, or taking a Bo Nix yeah. I mean what's to say that uh, I mean they were talking with Michael Penix at the combine that they're like have you met with the Seahawks because their offense coordinator and it's escaping to his name right now um the offense coordinator Ryan Grubb was the offensive coordinator for Washington the Huskies, Huskies. Yeah. And so he was saying, he's like, ah, well, I haven't talked to the Seahawks, but they probably don't need to talk to me because, you know, me and the OC have a pretty good relationships. But what's to say that they don't look at drafting Michael Penix in the late first round or the second round? Right now, a lot of the draft guys are saying they got like a second round grade on him. But I think that would be a great fit, obviously, because you're with your college OC. But then behind Gino, who seems like he's a great leader, and a great stepping stone quarterback to get a next guy ready. But there is going to be some of these rookie quarterbacks that get into a position with a already well-established starter that is either, again, on his last year or has two years remaining on his contract or is close to retirement. I mean, the Saints with Derek Carr. I mean, are you? do you not want to kind of have a contingency plan there for the future? It's going to be super interesting to see where some of these young guys, these rookies end up as far as like not the sure bets, you know, obviously those, I think we're going quarterbacks, those top three picks Yeah. with the bears, Washington and new England. I think you've got to start over at the quarterback position full stop with all those teams. So after those three, it's where do the rest fall? And it's going to be interesting to see what, environments what teams what quarterback situation and quarterback room they go into no there and you know even after those those top three that you i mean the raiders are going to be another team too i think i, I think it's oh they're uh, just rolling back think, aoc baby <laughs> Aiden i think McConnell, it's also baby. fair to put cleveland you know in that scene. now mind yeah, you they, there's still a lot that. of money to be paid to deshaun watson i think these like still a he signed like a 230 million dollar deal I fully guaranteed yeah yep. and so now you've got some decisions to be made like that's Clearly, one of those you just like grit and bear 
through that contract and say, like, listen, we're going to have to pay him, so we might as well just roll with him until this contract is done and over, and then wipe our hands free. You know, I don't know what the, like, situation is. Like, when can they cut him and get any of this money back? But I don't know. Yeah, so. That's a mess. It's a, so it's a, it's a tough thing to, to see from, from there. And, you, you know, you mentioned Denver, you know, and cutting Russell Wilson potentially. Like, there are very, not very few, but there are a lot of teams that have their guy. Right. Anthony Richardson as a as a cult is there. CJ Stroud, obviously. Um, Trevor Lawrence, they this is the prove it year, but we know that he'll at least be there for for one more year. You know, everybody else up in the air, you know, and Russell Wilson. Like that's 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 the one right there. Like Russell Wilson, I still think he can play football. I don't think he's fallen off that. He bad. wasn't terrible last year. It was just a I, I, bad I, situation with I him was, and Peyton. I was very again, disappointed in Sean Payton. I've been very, I was very disappointed in Sean Payton. Sean Payton has always been one of those guys that's been lauded as like a, you know, a, 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 obviously a great coach and quarterback with court, you know, and stuff like that, you know. But when he said, I don't want you in here kissing babies and everything, hold on, because you had the most baby kissingest quarterback that there's possibly ever been in Drew Brees, you know. And so now you're telling Russell that you don't want him to do that. Russell's always had that personality. So, there's a situation. I don't think Sean Payton should be their coach anymore. I think, honestly, and I'm going to say this: I'm not ageist. What's the what's the what's what's that's the, the correct term? Ageist. I'm not that, but there are some times where I feel like if some people are too old for certain positions. You thinking that Payton? It's kind of uh, games passed him I by. I think almost. Payton. I think, and I'm glad Pete Carroll was the only one that had the wherewithal to say, you know what? I think I'm good. I think I'm done. You know, at this point. It, I think they had to kind of force Belichick to be like, you know what, this isn't right. going to work here Can you anymore. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I will but. add to your point. I do think Peyton was kind of the the questionable choice for Denver. I didn't understand the whole shine on him and why he was such the get last off season for head coach. It's like, oh, he developed this great young Drew Brees. Like, no, no Drew was already Drew was good. Great. Comeback player of the year. Yeah, and he was, he was fighting through injuries. I don't think Sean Payton like was in the training room helping him get get his shoulder right. That just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, but other than that, like, you know, obviously you mentioned um, Kirk Cousins going to I mean, potentially Atlanta. So now that leaves the, Minnesota. Now the Vikings need something. Yeah, yeah now yeah. that leaves Minnesota in a position. Are you roll with Jaron Hall out you know, there? Yeah, hey, BYU, not, you know, great. Uh, obviously, the, the my Patriots are in a, a really crappy position, you know, at this point. But new head coach, new, you know, new regime, we'll see. But usually new head coach, new regime means – Lots of losing for at least a couple of years. They, they so, need a lot. So yeah, for so for the half of the the franchises that have their guy, there's the other half that are still like, you know, lukewarm about where exactly they are with their quarterback, and some of them aren't even lukewarm. It's frigid. It's cold because they know exactly where they stand with their QB position. So it'll be fun to see where Bo Nix ends up. Like I think it'd be a great pick for Michael Penix uh, Jr. to end up in Seattle. Like that would be Yeah, Seattle with that the number be, 16 overall pick. That'd be um, a great shot in the arm for that Seahawks franchise if they were able to get a hometown guy to come in and and really be their trigger man moving forward. So yeah. I'm excited to see. They might be able to get him in the second round. I mean, I was reading some mock draft they stuff might. yesterday, and uh, Matt Miller at ESPN he, saying that, you know, he's kind of got a second-round grade on him, and Bo Nix is in that uh, mid-to-late first round right now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the middle kind of order of this draft. I mean, you got Jets at 10. I don't think they're going to use that for a quarterback. Minnesota at 11. I mean, we'll see what happens, like you said, with Kirk Cousins in the next couple of weeks, and then Denver at 12. I've seen like Las three, Vegas at 13. I've seen three mock draft Bo Nix going to Denver at 12. A lot of people think that's where he's headed. New Orleans at 14. I mean, again, with Derek Carr, it's like, what are you going to do there? Um, th- again, there's going to be a lot of interesting situations going forward after this draft because there's going to be young guys again like jj mccarthy seemed like his combine was kind of iffy so the shine is coming off him a little bit but then again matt miller and mel kuyper still think he's going in the middle of that first round there they're one of those teams i just mentioned so it's that time of year that time of year to start speculating and we're still damn near two months away from the nfl draft it's going to be wild for the next few weeks yeah not looking forward to all the speculation. <laughs> I just want to get it over. Let's let's just let's just do it. Let's just start. I know it's just like we don't need to we don't need to go through any more speculation. We don't need to go and look, review any more tape. Like we've seen it all. Let's just just move the draft. Start up the draft. To, oh, buddy, day. we still got pro days, <laughs> Ugh. which is again no dumb. 
Remember Zach Wilson's pro day? No. That helped him out a lot. Hey, look yeah. at look at look at this kid Zach Wilson, that army guys. I don't look, know. look at him being able to run to the left uh, and throw the ball really, really far to players that again aren't guarded and there is nobody rushing him. Yeah, I think the draft, I think the combine is really corny, you know, for the most part. Like everybody looks great when they're throwing to, you know, a receiver with no defense around them and like, oh, yeah, everybody looks awesome. When you're not being when when you don't have four to seven guys that weigh two hundred and fifty five pounds bearing down on rushing you, you yeah. and trying to make sure that they you know they destroy you yeah it's much easier I, to make those passes. I know we got to get out to break food for th- thought though. Why don't they do like the forty yard dash in pads? That just doesn't make any sense to me. Why, why are they, they all in of their it skivvies? In pads? Yeah, exactly. Outside of, the, outside of weightlifting and stuff, why aren't all these things done in pads? In, in the exact form that you are on game day, uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. Well, let's talk about some combine stuff, shall we? And there was a uh, question thrown out by one of the other shows on 1080 The Fan. And uh, I-, I accept the challenge because I think I can do it. We get to that next here, Sports Sunday, 1080 The Fan. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So yeah, NFL Combine is uh, still happening. I think it's offensive linemen and defensive linemen today are going off. So we get the big boys. The, the hog mollies. Uh, well, they don't uh, appear. It's always the most fun to watch. They don't appear on fantasy leagues, though. So you're going to get like the <laughs> diehards watching, but the, the general NFL fans, well, I don't care. Move well, on. I mean, locally, you got Jackson Powers Johnson, uh, center for Oregon, is out there. Um, gosh, in the Oregon State tackle, um, it's I, I, the name is escaping me. And honestly, I'd probably butcher the name anyways. Uh, but he's uh, expected to go um, in probably the top 15. Is it uh, Tuilaga? I believe is that how sounds you about say right. It? Yeah, it's again. I do not want to butcher it, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with uh, him. Talisa Fuaga, excuse me, uh, six foot go. six, three hundred and thirty-four pound. Um, yeah, he's projected to go in the probably top fifteen, top twenty of this draft. We'll see what happens there. Um, God, did you see there is a guy? Run a four two one forty fastest forty of all time. That's crazy. Four two one. That is so damn fast. 
they were also showing, I saw a clip today of quarterbacks with uh, how fast they could throw the football. There's a couple dudes that were able to throw the football 60-plus miles per hour. Like, should be pitchers, Jeez. man. Yeah, Maybe right? you guys chose like, yeah. the wrong profession. You guys, yeah, it's, it's not too late, I guess. Uh, I want to say it was the Tennessee quarterback who had the um, the fastest throw at like 62 miles per hour on his. Huh, so Milton really moving himself up the draft board. Yeah, I'm then. telling you, there's going to be a GM. Like, I don't know if he goes first round, but maybe second round. There's going to be one that falls in love with that arm. I mean, when you have a quarterback that can throw it that hard that fast, um, yeah, they're, they're going to be looking into him. Yeah, the quarterback thing is crazy. Now I'm seeing something the Vikings – are expected to look into quarterback Baker Mayfield if Kirk Cousins goes elsewhere. Uh, Joe Milton III, that's the kid from Tennessee that was uh, throwing the ball 70 yards and 62 miles per hour. Um, one that I also saw was um, Matt Miller mentioned in his post-combine wrap-up. You guys remember Spencer Rattler? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Heard, heard of the name? Uh, hey, apparently he had a good combine. That um, he still has him as like a third or fourth round grade, but this is always the the fun thing too is like, will one of these guys that is in that quarterback six, seven, eight position like end up being a star in this league? I mean, we've obviously seen it with the undrafted guys, late round guys. Um, it'll be fun to see if any of those end up becoming the best quarterback out of this uh, draft class. I mean, Sam Hartman with his locks from Notre Dame flowing into the forty yard dash. Uh, but Dirt and Sprague, they threw out on Twitter the other day something about uh, the NFL Combine and the NFL uh, draft and 40-yard dash. They asked, is there anybody on the 1080 The Fan staff that could run a sub 52740? Ooh, no. I say yes. I think I can. I don't think you can. I uh, think I can go sub 527. So, you know what's funny? There we once had, and I think we talked about this. The before. NFL, con- the 1080 fan. 1080 so I have the numbers right here. <laughs> you have. The- oh, I went and found the numbers right here. Went everybody, with I need to see this. When you're done looking at them, so I will. Okay. What were all the drills that you guys did? Forty so yard dash. We was did it bench the, press. Um, the cone drill. Um, we did the vertical jump. We did the broad jump. Um, we did bench press, and then. There was one. That what was, was the 20. bench press? Did you guys do, do 225 or 135? No, 135. <laughs> that was like, what? No. Two plates? I'd be like, yeah, I'm good. Just put me down for zero. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try one. So I have numbers. So um, you said f- sub 5'2". Five, 5'2'7". Two. Five, two, I don't know where Dirt and Sprague got that number, but so that is must what be they, the slowest I, I will start guy here. Like, at the Mind combine. You, this yeah. was in 2016, right? So who do you think, okay, who do you think ran the fastest of all fans host? And mind you, um, who was the list of fan hosts at the time? It was like you, was, Dirt Spray, so Isaac, we had, Sue, and not even, so, Dusty. We had Jeff Rust, Swag, <laughs> Sprague, uh, John Ludwig. Maybe Sprague? John jo- Ludwig was out there. Jo- wow. Joey McCullough, Lynch, myself, Jeff Austin. Um, hold on. Jeff was doing the drills? Yes. Uh, <laughs> so um, Alex Crawford, uh, Dirt, Souk, Rop. Josh Wilcox. Oh boy. Well, well. Um, Luke Luke Anderson, Dusty Cooley, who who did the Rich Eisen and competed in a, in suit, a suit. I heard that, yeah. <laughs> which was cool. Um, uh, Slade Norris, and uh, yeah. So um, Slade played for Oregon State, so he killed in everything, you know, for for the most part. Well, then he was probably the fastest. Yeah. Uh, so the fastest forty time that was ran was Slade's four seven eight. Damn. That ain't uh, bad. <laughs> the second fastest time that was ran. Please tell me it wasn't a former athlete. It was actually one of the on-air guys. Like, uh, that that beat Sucre Wilcox. The yeah. second fastest time ran was uh, Fletcher, uh, 486. Oh, it doesn't surprise me. He's long and lanky. And That's... can you guess who the third fastest time is? I'm going Rashad Taylor, baby. Rashad Taylor, 5'3". 5'3"? Yeah. Okay. So, Maybe yeah. my 5'27 is... Yeah. Wait, who was second? Um... Fletcher, Let's he see. used to work for the Comcast Sportsnet, also the the NBC Northwest. I want to say, I could be wrong on that, but um, so yeah, I think this was ju- just a little bit before my time. Just a little bit. You, you just kind of kind of missed that. But uh, well, I would have ran. I would have mopped the floor with all you guys. Sprague so ran a five seven. Um, Joey McCullough ran a five. Sprague three. ran a five seven. Yeah, bro, I would have expected better. 
Yeah, me too. Ken, Long Sprague, is a, Sprague is a distance runner. That's what we got to remember. But like, he's tall. He's got, yeah, the, Sprague's he's got a those distance tiny runner. legs. Um, who else? Uh, Dusty ran a, a five two eight. So actually, I mean, he was he was third. Respectable. So. Okay. Let All me right. take that back. Um, let's see. Rop ran a five three four. That's actually Ooh. that's impressive for Rob. For I would have taken Soup a, ran a five four two. Sprague ran a five seven. Yeah, man. This is what the numbers say. Dude, he was still like, what is this? This is twenty sixteen. He was like twenty twenty eight. No, this was like two thousand nine. Oh, right? oh way no. Back. Actually, I'll no, take that, that back. Not that I wasn't. Far. I wasn't third. Uh, what year was this? This is two thousand sixteen. Oh, never mind. My bad. Bro, Andy I'm... Dirt Johnson ran a five four uh, five one eight. See the fact that Sprague ran a five seven. Now I am like, I'm pretty shocked at that. Yeah. So that's the uh, biggest letdown of the whole. Cooley in the suit ran uh uh six uh six point oh six. <laughs> that doesn't. So yeah, I mean. yeah, so we were we were out there booking, man. But overall, uh, I got fourth in this whole thing. Rop got, or suit got third. Dusty got second, and then I want to say, um, Fletcher won the whole thing. Oh, uh, dude, was one. there points allotted for each drill or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah, for each you drill. Know, like first place gets five points, yeah. second gets third. or I was so for sure I was going to win the vertical jump. And Did Fletcher get that too? Oh, uh, geez. Again, I he think... looks like a former track star. If yes. it's the same Fletcher that I'm thinking of. I, I got second in that thing, and Fletcher just, when he starts, you know, uh, I got third. Fletcher, Slade, and then myself. So two. D1 athletes and then me and and that one. So well, like, it's a good thing you guys didn't do this when Marcus Greaves was around. Oh my gosh, me too, <laughs> me too. Because that 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 guy was was a beast. But but now if we did that all again, uh, considering the shape the shape that Suk is in, um, and then you got to throw in Big Willie style now and some other guys, like it could be tough. Who uh? What was the reps on the bench? I mean, I'm, I imagine obviously like a Souk and a Will Cox. They were able to rep that yeah. thing out yeah, quite yeah, a yeah. few times. So it was probably Souk. Souk, even back then. okay. I'm gonna say this. Souk was saying that his shoulder. Sorry, Souk. I love you, my guy. Souk was saying that his shoulder was messed up, and so uh, I can't really lift. So oh, Souk was doing a lot of like little teensy. Was like, uh, uh, a little, uh, 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 <laughs> yeah. And got I've a bunch of those, and we're looking like, man, really bro? doesn't <laughs> count, bro. Like, really, like that. That doesn't count. But as far as the bench press. Um, let's see. Spread got 20. Uh, I put my hands too close together lifting, so I got 19. Spread getting 20, that, okay, he made up for the the 40-yard dash with that. Because um, getting 20 reps on 135, that's pretty solid. Suit got 56. But again, <laughs> again, Suit was... A, an abbreviated 56. Yeah. And then Slade Norris got 53. You know, so, um, Dusty Hera with 22, though. Which was a which was a huge. Dusty got second this whole thing. Like he showed how sneaky of an athlete yeah. that he truly, truly is. Man, I'm not like, he's a wide receiver, right? Yeah, yeah there you yeah. go. So, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. Hopefully, we can do that again, man. That'd be a lot of that'd be fun. I'd do it. Uh, well, everybody's much older, so I'm you're probably getting down. a lot of opt outs. Yeah, I'd do it. I'll suck. I, yeah. There might be one like the cone I, drill. Man, I might. I think be you're getting a lot of uh, boss man competed. So, like, I'll if Boss that. Man was competing, then again, everybody's eight it. years older now. Yeah. So it's a matter of, uh, you know, can those again? They they're kind of like uh, Caleb Williams and uh, Jane Dan, all those guys. Like, we don't need a person. Well, we've I, already we've already got our draft stock where it is. And they're I'll, Marvin Harrison Jr. They're like, we don't I'll need. Say, to pr- I'll say this though, anything. Like, that was eight years ago, but Souk is in much better shape today than he was eight years ago. Ch- I'm in Ch- better Ch- shape King. today. Than I was eight years ago. Sprague looks like a Kenyan runner, you know, so he's <laughs> in much better shape today than he was then. He might so have I, shaved a couple uh, yeah, half seconds. So I, so I believe if we did time. this again, that, you know, some of these numbers could potentially be better. Well, as uh, Bossman says, if, uh, if we got money behind it, so we need a sponsor. <laughs> We're if you're out there, you got a gym that has all the Maybe stuff. Maybe we can get Crunch Fitness to sponsor this, and we have the second, uh, we, we well, need not to, annual, but the second uh, uh, combine, fan combine, we eight need years a, later. We need a space that we can do the 40-yard dash, and we can do the cone drills and somewhere big enough. So if you have that 50-yard football field in your gym, holler at the fan, man. Let's, let it, let's, let's get this going. Uh, yeah, I'll have to get some cleats because I do not possess any cleats anymore. Um, whether they be, you know, even soccer cleats or anything like that. I'm going to have to grab some of those. If there's you're no a way grown I'm... man and you have cleats, then you don't play soccer or football actively or you don't coach or something like that. It's hella weird. 
<laughs> it's hella weird. Like, yeah, are you, you a pedophile? What are you doing with cleats on, bro? Cleats. Seriously, like, what are you doing with <laughs> cleats? If you don't actively play, like, pro football or, like, even semi-pro football, which is essentially adult Pop Warner. Well, I've always wanted to get back. And, you know, now that Joey, he's uh, going to be 11 in a few days, maybe we get back out there and start running some routes. I love running routes. Running routes is to... fun. Getting those pepper steps in, running a quick hitch, running, running a quick fun. poco. Get me on that post corner, baby. Go into the end zone and then da -da, tap the toes on the sideline. Get them in. I love running routes. I mean, I was a wide receiver in a high school. Uh, granted, it was for a wing T offense, so that was kind of uh, probably a bad decision. Not a lot of uh, balls being thrown my way. No, but um, yeah, I running routes, running quick slants. Bop, bop, bop. Is that how you do it? You, you Just, quick, <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. you got to dude. You get those hips real low on that turn. Yeah, I'll do it. Damn it, I'll do it. I'll go buy some cleats. I'll go to the Adidas store after this. Get me get me my discount and yeah. grab some cleats. Why not? I won't. All right, hour number two coming up. We're already against it. Uh, we've got some NBA stuff to get to. Uh, NCAA stuff to get to because uh, it was the Wild West already. I don't know if you saw this, but it's going to get even more wild in the NCAA. Caitlin Clark playing in the men's tournament? That'd be cool. Sign me up. To uh, do the uh, to watch that, she better do that three point competition thing. Like uh, her and Sabrina versus Damon. Uh, that'd be fun. I think they should do that next year. But NCAA, will beat them all. NCAA is in a uh, interesting time right here. Um, in the, in <laughs> when it comes to NIL, their tournament, everything. So we get to that. Some NBA stuff. Then we uh, finish up the show with a little bit of a fun segment there. But uh, hour number two coming up. Sports Sunday. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.